Welcome back to the Commonweal Theatre Podcast. I'm Josie Ramler, an apprentice at the Commonweal, and I'll be joined today by Lizzie Andretta, who is a resident ensemble member at the theatre. Both Lizzie and I were planned understudies for two different productions this season, and in this episode we talk about our first experiences as understudies and the differences in how we approached our understudy work. You might also find a little bit of philosophical thought and Commonweal insider tidbits. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Commonweal podcast. Today, we have a very special guest with us. Our guest is a resident ensemble member here at the theater, and her name is Lizzie Andretta. Lizzie, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit? Hey there. Thanks for thanks for having me. I'm really excited. I've actually never been on a podcast episode in general before, so this is very exciting. Um, but yeah, I'm a resident ensemble member. I've been here since 2017. Uh, yeah, I've been here since 2017. I started off as a seasonal, and now, yep, I've been resident all these years. That's amazing. Are you, you're from New Jersey, is that right? I am originally from New Jersey, yeah, but I'm from New Jersey. I came here by way of the Uptas, which are in Memphis, mm -hmm. and I was living, like, right in Hoboken, which was right across the, across the river from New York City, so I kind of came via a very complicated path. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, have you, can you talk a little bit about some of the work that you've done here at the theater? Yeah, um, so I started off back in 2017, I was a seasonal actor, so um, I went to the UPTAs, I auditioned, I was initially hired for just one role. Um, I was hired for a show called The Elephant Man back in 2017, and fun fact, I actually, I was hired for it, and it turns out I had known uh, Brant Roberts before. Mm -hmm. He and I were apprentices at Shakespeare Theater of New Jersey together back in 2012. No so, yeah, no, it was kind of insane how that worked out. And then, so I did the show. I just had an amazing experience. I fell in love with it here. I fell in love with the place and the people, and things just worked out in such a way that uh, the next year, that I wound up staying full-time because... Like, I wasn't told 100% that I was going to be hired full-time, but, like, hints were dropped. And mm -hmm. also, I just was not... I, I wasn't really happy where I was before, and mm -hmm. I was happy here. So I'm just kind of... I was just kind of like, you know what? I'm just going to stay here, do some waitressing work, and build up my build up my bank account for a bit. And then, yeah, and then I got hired full-time next year. And I've been, in addition to acting, I've also... I've served on the development team since 2017. And occasionally... Right now I'm on the admin team, but the thing is the admin team has be been a thing and then not been a thing and then mm -hmm. been a thing again. And now it's sort of a thing and not a thing. Like, it's an unofficial thing. We don't have weekly meetings. But, yeah, so I've been here, and then I was here through 2020 when everything happened. And then I, yeah, and I'm, I'm, still, I'm still here. <laughs> what is some of the things that you do on the admin team for people who don't know? Um, on the admin team, uh, my biggest thing right now is that I'm serving as the manager of the Dixon House, which is where you and uh, all the other apprentices are living right yes. now. So, 
yes, you get occasional occasional emails from me saying, hey guys, clean or something. Put your shoes on the so, shoe rack. Oh God, yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so I do that. Um, I'm trying to think of, that is my big administrative thing. On the development team, I mainly work with the database and I handle writing thank you notes for donations that come in. Oh, and um, on admin team, I do birthday cards. So if anyone who's listening gets a birthday card from the Commonweal, I made sure everyone signed it. Mm -hmm. The birthday cards are very important at the Commonweal. Every staff meeting that we have will have a whole stack of cards that will be passed around. A lot the table. of people, a lot of people who worked here have had birthdays. Yeah, and <laughs> and have told us, "Hey, this is my birthday." So we're like, "Okay, cool. We're going to send you a card." Yeah. And I bet they love getting them. I. I, I hope so. I mean, I haven't, I mean, yeah, I mean, I always like getting, getting cards on my birthday, so. Yeah. Why not? I mean, as long as, as long as I've got your address and I can send it to you, we're, you're getting a birthday card. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. So, before you came to Lanesboro, had you been living in small towns before? Um... I mean, the town where I grew up in uh, was more of a sort of suburban area. I mean, it was a very, like, cozy little house. Like, you could walk right to the park. It was very sweet. But I had mostly, it mostly had been, like, suburban to urban area. I actually, um, yeah, I'm trying to think because I, oh, my goodness, I'm, like, trying to map everything out in my head right now. So, yeah, I lived in a town called Caldwell in New Jersey, which I, the biggest claim to fame was that some soprano scenes were filmed there. So that was very like suburban. And then I moved, I went to college in upstate New York and that was a very cute little college town, but again, very suburban. And then I lived in some very big cities later on, but yeah, this is the first like small, small, mm -hmm. small town I've lived in where like you can't get, get any groceries without, <laughs> without driving or. Yeah. Yeah. Right making a drive to the next town yeah 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 i mean and i mean it's like rochester is our new york city in a way it's like oh my god we're going to rochester right. all the exciting things the it's, big city i know it's like we're going to see a movie it's it's almost it, it's like when i was a kid it's like oh we're gonna go to the city to see a show because we were right outside new york city so now it's like oh we're gonna go see barbie and <laughs> yeah, it's like right. oh wow it's for, it's 45 minutes away but you know what it's it's so exciting yeah yeah Exactly. That's been my experience, too. I mean, I've lived in smaller towns mm. a lot, but but Lanesboro is just so much, it's much different. I know, and it's so different, because, I mean, you're, you're, you are just summer. You have yet to experience a Lanesboro winter, and it's so different, because right now we've got everyone on tubes and with their bikes going on, and then in the winter, it's like, it, there should be little like tumbleweeds going nearby. Oh my gosh, I'm actually scared for the winter. Like, it's I'm worried that there's going to be nothing going on. I'm it's have nothing to do. You find you find stuff to do. You find stuff to do. Honestly, I kind of like it. It's a little cozy, and you get more. And just because we're we're in like the infamous January company month, there. Yes, we are busy, but there's also a little more time to just hang out more mm -hmm. and just do do smaller things. And I think that's really nice. I mean, and. Thank God the pub is open. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank God the pub is open. So, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a plus for yeah. sure. Mm. Um, so, something that is so super interesting about the both of us yeah. is that we were both planned understudies. I know. We were both planned understudies. It wasn't like, oh, you're going to be... You are this person's understudy, but you will never have to learn the lines or anything. <laughs> no, we, we had to learn yeah. lines and blocking and... 
You had to move many pieces of elaborate scenery. <laughs> My god, I don't yeah. know how you, you guys move those walls in Women in Jeopardy. They're hard to move. Well, I just remember during during changeover for it, um, because I was on the I was on the Women in Jeopardy to Death Trap, and we would always have to get the walls and moving them. We would, I always like getting when you get the fire pit or the um, the dog going like here boy here boy because they're on ropes and it's like right. here doggy yeah right. yeah more responsive than an actual dog. So the show that you were planned understudy for was Death Trap, yep. where Lizzie stepped in for Lori Roberts' Queen. role as Myra. In the production. So was this your first time doing a planned understudy? Yes. And also, before I forget, fun fact about Myra and Death Trap, my mother played that role. Are you kidding? I am not kidding. It is the first role she did after she had me. And I, it was 1991. And um, she, was, she was on the board of this community theater. And they were doing Death Trap. And they lost their Myra. And they were like, hey, Cindy, um, you want to come do this role of spoilers for Death Trap? You only have to do the first act. You only have to do that. She looked at it and was like, okay. And then when I talked to her about it, she said, I just remember having a nap behind the couch oh after God. I died. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, so just fun little tidbits. So when I found out I was understudying this part, I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> yeah. So what was your experience like stepping in? Well, first off, how did it come about that you were the planned understudy? Um, well, for, this is from what I've gathered because I am not I am not part of the casting decision. I'm not on leadership team or anything like that. But from what I gathered from talking to some people, they cast Lori in Death Trap and then they looked at, I think they did a second glance at the calendar and realized, oh crap, um, one weekend Lori is going off to get married and she will not be able to be in the show. And so they started looking for an understudy. And I don't know how they settled on me, but I think it was a combination of, um, I'm apparently notoriously good at memorizing lines. So <laughs> they were like, okay. Definite plus. Yeah, and then there, there's kind of a running joke that Lori and I are somewhat the same person. We look somewhat similar, and mm -hmm. a lot of people have mistaken us for each other in the past. So I think that was... In fact, even when I was going to see the show, uh, just to sort of take notes and to just watch the performance, someone did see me in there and was like, wait a minute, isn't she in the show? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, so, yeah, I think that was part of it, too. And, but, yeah, but I, to my knowledge, that's how it came about. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. So, how far ahead of time did you hear that you were going to be stepping in? I heard about it um, right after I found out my full-time casting for the year. Mm -hmm. I, I wasn't told... I think just because there were so many other times, and I think when I was told my casting for the year, everyone else was getting their casting, so it was kind of like slipped, might have slipped someone's mind. But then I found out a few days later, it's like, oh yeah, no, you are actually going to be going on for four performances for, for Lori. Yeah, that's super interesting. And I think knowing so far ahead of time yeah. is, is helpful. Yeah, it, and it was interesting too, because for me, like I had a copy of the Death Trap script. I looted it from my parents and I brought it here, but it was out of date mm -hmm. with like, there was, um, there's a there's a line in, in Act 1 where it's like, hey, it could be option for a movie, George C. Scott or Michael Caine. And in the script, it's like, he says, George C. Scott. And she says, or Trish Vandeveer. <laughs> and I mean, I think the Michael Caine joke is obviously funny because he played him in the movie. But yeah, so I I was kind of reach. I remember reaching out to Rivka, who was the production stage manager at the time, or and being like, "Hey, would it be possible for me to get a script?" Being like, "Look, I," because I think for me, I also didn't want to like be stepping on anyone's toes because for me, it was important to be like, 
okay, this is Lori's process. This is Lori's role. Right. I, this, I'm kind of like on my own process and I don't want to, I don't want to like make my presence too known in the, in the rehearsal room or, or feel like I was kind of taking over, but I was just kind of like, Hey, could I get an updated script? And I understand if I have to print it out, obviously that's fine. And sometimes I like those printed scripts better because you can actually write, they're a little better for writing notes because they've got wider margins, but they were kind enough to get me my own script, mm -hmm. which was great. And then I think the most engaged I was before the show actually opened was I did go to the designer run. Um, oh. I did go to the designer run and watch it there and then realized, oh wow, they're having her do a lot more combat stuff <laughs> than I thought, which, was a little daunting when I first saw it, but then I'm like, you know what? We're gonna cross that bridge when we get to it. I mean, this is just the designer run, so. That's actually really interesting that you weren't as involved in an actual rehearsal yeah. process, because my experience was like totally different from that. Yeah, because you were, were you one of the ASMs for Women in Jeopardy? I was, yeah. Yeah, see, and the thing is, I was not involved in Death Trap in any capacity. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, if I had been an understudy for something in Women in Jeopardy, at least I had seen it a bunch because I was, I was on the props team for that yeah. show. But for Death Trap, I had no involvement in it whatsoever. And I think that was part of me that felt like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna like, because for me, for me, for some processes, I like to I like to like let it cook for a little bit, and I'm like, no, don't come see it right away. Don't come see it right away. Mm -hmm. Like let it let it stew for a right. bit. Yeah. So I was kind of like, you know what? I'm gonna let them play around and have fun, and then I'll come see it once. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and because the run is so long, oh like, yeah, you had you had so much time to really like pinpoint the, all the certain things and practice. And oh yeah. So. Just study the video footage and be like, okay. Move here, move here, move yeah. here. And that was the hardest part, too, because, like, memorizing lines is one thing, but for me, like, memorizing, I memorize blocking by doing it over and over again, and not being able to do that in a rehearsal room was a little hard for me at first, because I, I had to be like, okay, I say this line, but where the hell am I moving? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I think getting up and doing it as well for me is just, it just makes it so much easier to learn. Yeah. And so when you aren't always doing it and getting that in your body, it's yeah. easy to. And I and I can't even imagine for for you like doing it in those tiny rooms at the residence or like <laughs> in the residence because you you're in a communal space. For me, yes. I was like, okay, I can sort of approximate some things. And the only thing is just my cat is standing there staring yeah. at me like a like a crazy person but that that's so funny because it reminds me of this time that it was coming up on the first show that I would do playing Amanda in Women in Jeopardy mm. and I did the show because Hannah was going to a wedding uh, who who regularly plays um, Amanda and I had Tom help me, who's a scene partner. Tom plays Trenner in Women in Jeopardy. And Tom and Amanda's characters are exes. <laughs> they have this very tumultuous relationship. Very, very tumultuous yes. relationship. Um, but I had Tom help me with one of the scenes where Trenner and Amanda are arguing. And so Which one? There's, there's several of them. Um, it was the one where... I think it was the camp scene. Oh, the psychedelic woo-woo cave. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and so we are practicing this in the center room, and I'm kind of just, like, going full volume. Like, yeah. I'm doing it full out because that's how I learn. And uh, we, we did the scene a few times, and then Jody comes into the center oh. room, and they're like, 
are you guys okay? Oh no! What's going on? Oh, that means you did it. You were like really convincing. Yeah. And and Jody was like, I I was so confused because I was like, there are no couples living here. What is this argument about? Nice. Oh, nice. You did it. You you did it. Yeah. You got him. <laughs> I got him. It was funny. Nice. Um, did you did you have a? Uh, sorry, I'm kind of like I'm taking. Um, did you? How was your put-in rehearsal? Or, or did you, so did you have a walkthrough that you did and then a put-in rehearsal? Um, so we didn't have a walkthrough. We just started with the put-in rehearsal. Okay. But honestly, because I was in the rehearsal room the whole time, essentially, like, I feel that it it went so much more smoothly than yeah. if, you know. Because you and was... Linda started at the same time, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it was also crazy because comparing my understudy experience with Linda's, like, Stella's character is just so, she has, like, so much going on oh, all I, of the time. I know, I mean, like, her her scene transitions, mm -hmm. Stella being like, I thought I could take a nap backstage. No, no I can't. There's no chance. No, so Stella. I felt lucky that I was able to fill the role of Amanda and and not the role of Liz you know yeah like, of course that that wouldn't have happened because I'm not the age demographic and you no. know stuff well, like that it would be cool to wear that that fluffy coat <laughs> right no. but it, it's so to you like the character even though Myra's in act one and then spoiler she dies she did um, she's not she doesn't come back yeah I mean you're on stage like the whole time. Yeah, I just remember, like, little gross fact. Because, so I, like, well, like, sometimes I, like, nervous pee before the show. Mm -hmm. And I would just, like, oh, God, I have no chance to do it during Act 1. And so I would just, like, go to the bathroom several, like, to be, like, oh, God, do I have to? No, no, okay, I'm good. Okay, okay, now I'm good. Now I can go do the show. <laughs> I think it's mostly an anticipation thing, too. Right. But I think Tina, who was um in my dressing room buddy, was very amused by that. Just like, what the hell is this? Going in and out of the bathroom like crazy. Yeah. That's funny. Um, so you mentioned combat. Can you describe the combat that happens and how you learned that as an understudy? Yeah, so in Death Trap, I mean, I did combat earlier this year for Bernhard Hamlet, but that was so different. That was like actual sword play. I didn't, the only weapon I used was a flex sealed log. Um, yeah, the, yeah. Co Cody, Cody, who did the props for the show and did such a great job. I, he, it was this log that I have to like try to swing at at Alex, who played played Clifford, and I was like, wait a minute. And I think one time Cody was house managing, and I was like, hey, Cody, what you do do this log? He's like, I flex sealed it. <laughs> I and like sealed it. I know, which as someone who like he did a much better job than when I did like version one of the bund cake from Women in Jeopardy. I tried to flex seal a real cake and it did not turn out well. <laughs> but yeah, so the combat in Death Trap is so different. I mean, Alex and Jeremy really had the lion's share of the the really hard, really hard stuff for that. So basically, what I uh, it's yeah, it was mostly that and then for learning it obviously I watched the video and I watched the video and I watched the performances mm -hmm. and I had an idea of like, okay This is supposed to happen here, but then the actual mechanics of it. I had a bit of a hard time getting I'm not gonna lie yeah. um, we went through it in my understudy walkthrough and Obviously that was a little harder to do because it was just Lori Isa and I and I didn't have other bodies there to give me feedback but then when 
Jeremy and Alex came in. And so we did my, my put in and they, we spent a good, I want to say either 10 or 15 minutes at the top of it, just going over the, the two fights I am involved in. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, for the first, for, for the, the strangling, I, I wasn't really involved. I, I stood up and I mean, I'm really happy they did do that just so that I could get a chance to a walk the space and to figure out what the heck I was doing in that mm-hmm. scene um yeah especially just since like getting the nerves out of my body too yeah. i mean by the time we got to performances i was like fine mm-hmm. but yeah i was just i was so nervous during that during that first pudding because i was like oh god oh yeah, god of course i mean there's so much pressure yeah so, yeah yeah I but mean, i to- yeah <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's just you like you go you go you go no you go you okay lizzie's pointing at me i have to go yes and i forgot what i was gonna say You said there was a lot of pressure. Yeah, I mean, of course there is. Like, there's pressure to do it the same way, to have it, like, down, to have no questions. Yeah. And, of course, those questions have to come up. Yeah. And I think also just, not just for me, but also to make, to put my, my scene partners at ease, too, and to be like, you guys don't have to be, like, don't worry, I'm here like I will, like we say in circle, I will hold you up. I will hold you guys up. I know like the the person that you have literally built this show with is not here right now, but I will try my best to, to help you guys through until she's able to get back. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then of, of course everyone was just so patient and kind and we're like, okay, Um, no, it actually helps if you grab from here and then you did it right here. And no, it's supposed to be over this shoulder instead of that shoulder. You don't have to spin around and pirouette 50 (laughs) times. But yeah, it was, it was nerve wracking at first, but then like I did get the hang of it. And yeah, I, by the time I finished, I think it was fabulous. Well, maybe not fabulous, but I, I don't know. I knew what I was doing and I could, I could sell it effectively by like, doing the moves and wailing really loudly yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's great um if do you do you think that you would have an interest in being an understudy again oh god yeah production? oh really yeah oh god yeah i mean i think i think every actor just just for me but like for me i think like every actor should get that experience at least once just because for me and i'm going to get very philosophical and talk about my now, yes. no, just kidding. Yeah, I th- it's just for me, it really put my process as an actor to the test, you know, yeah. because I've up to now, I've only been I've been in rehearsal rooms and I've been doing something over and over and over again. And you build it into your body. And it's like, no, I have to have a process by myself, mm-hmm. completely separate from everyone. And I have to literally be able to slot in after not being in right. the rehearsal room and not not getting notes and not hearing how Jackie and Lori and everyone else built the character and built the show. I have to, it's, I don't remember who I heard this from. It's building a character from the outside in instead of the inside Mm -hmm. out. You, it's, I, 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 I mean, obviously you started the script there, but it's, but then you have to look at, you see the show, see the finished product and go, okay, here's what they have. Here's what Lori's doing. Here is what Jackie has her, here's where Jackie has her going. Here's Mm -hmm. the choices she made. Like how, 
because I, I always like to find some kind of a justification for it and just, okay, because I, I don't want it to seem like, oh, I must move here. I mean, yeah. if, if it happens sometimes, it's completely mm-hmm. understandable, but I like to be like, okay, I want to like get into, I want to get into the head, get the wheels turning, really feel like everything's coming from a natural place. Like this is a real person making mm-hmm. real decisions yeah. and just be like, okay, here's this. Let me see the script and what line she's doing it, what her reaction is, mm-hmm. which by the way, this, if taken out of context anywhere else, it sounds rather creepy what I'm saying out of context. <laughs> like I am studying this person. Uh, yes. Every move. they doing every movie. Every breath you take. <laughs> uh, I, no guarantee this will not be chaotic. <laughs> I think that that's a really great kind of mantra or a way of looking at being an understudy because it is looking at the finished product, not the time that's been spent like justifying this character, justifying their choices, like even their actions. Like, I'm going to move from here to here because maybe Lori knows it's because she's thinking, oh my gosh, is my husband actually going to kill this guy? Like to you, it could be like, oh, I'm going to water the plant. So you have to find those ways to create that character, to create that justification without the long process of rehearsal. And especially since with with Myra, especially, and with Amanda too, and a lot of the scenes are two-handers, so you are... It is just you and your scene partner, and you can't really, like, you can't kind of do, like, background acting where you're like, or anything like that. No, like, you are, you are the focus of the scene. You are not kind of sitting down in the background and reacting to other people. I mean, in Myra's case, yes, there's a whole phone conversation where she's doing, and Lori, by the way, I'm just going to, like, gush over Lori Roberts because she's freaking amazing. (laughs) But she was so great to do the walkthrough with because... Um, when I saw the show and when I watched the video, I was like, okay, during this phone call, they, she is, I, I, they, the, like, she is kind of wandering around and looking at stuff and Laura and, and I'm like, okay, wander, and I'm writing to Lucky, wander here, wander there. Mm-hmm. But then in the walkthrough, she gave me justifications for it. Oh, she's good. like, oh, she's like, okay, you're looking, you're looking out the window at the moon and then, okay, you wander here and you're looking at, and, uh, if you didn't see the death, uh, if you didn't see the Death Trap set, listeners, there's a poster board with, like, all these little things from past. She's like, oh, you're looking there, and you're thinking of the glory days back when he actually worked. <laughs> and, like, oh, you're looking, and you see the mace, and he mentioned the mace earlier. And it's just, it was so good, because, and it helped me so much. Yeah. And, yeah, I just can't, she was just so generous. Mm-hmm. And being like, no, I want you to, I want you to do well at this. So yeah. here's what... Here's what exactly. Here's what to do. So yeah, yeah. and I felt that support too um, from Hannah because, mm. like, I just think being an understudy, everyone kind of understands that it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot to put into your brain at one time. Like, it's there's just a lot going on, and so I think that the amount of support that I've gotten not only from Hannah mm. from being an understudy, but everyone else in the cast, yeah. like Stella and. I mean, well, Stella wasn't there. I know. Stella didn't get to be your mom. Yeah, right. That was that was sad. But, of course, Linda was amazing. Uh. Um, but, like, Adrian and Betty were so supportive to me in mm. the dressing rooms. And, like, Adrian did up my hair in this crazy, uh. beautiful way that I would not have done because oh, I don't yeah. have the talent she for it. She is great at hair. She is. And, like, Adrian did my makeup. And, like, Aww. it was just, like, Mommy. such a supportive, yeah. sweet moment and I think it just really shows that people in this company 
obviously like they want to invest in you they want to invest in your success yeah. they're not going to just drop you out on stage and be like you figured out yeah and also job, it's like know? it truly does speak to being an ensemble too it's like okay we're we are only as good as like the other person is it's not like a one a one person show we all have to hold each other up to mm -hmm. make the show good we are we are we're all in this together as as high school musical would say back in the Back in my day when I watched High School Musical. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like we're we're here. We are all we all are on the same team. We have the same goal. We want this to be good. We want everyone to do well. Mm -hmm. So let us help you, help yeah. each other. Yeah, definitely. I think that's that's just so great. Yeah. Um so what was your favorite part of doing the performances? Um I think just getting a chance to work with with work with everyone. I mean, obviously, always working with Jeremy is a dream. And I I haven't done a show with I hadn't done a show with him since uh, since Christmas Carol in twenty twenty one. So getting to work with him a lot was great. Getting to work with Alex, mm -hmm. getting to work with Tina and share the dressing room with yeah. Tina. She is a hoot, and I love her. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I think just getting to do, and getting to do something different and something that really kind of put me and be like okay, yeah, no, I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Like, in terms of my process and reading the script and being able to, like, okay, getting the work done, it's like, no, I do know what I'm doing. Because I think we all we all kind of feel sometimes like, oh, my God, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I'm terrible. I'm crap. Mm -hmm. ah. It's like, okay, you know what? No, I... And it, it felt really good to do. And it felt yeah. really good, and it felt really affirming. And, yeah, I would recommend it to... If... if <laughs> other people are interested in doing understudy stuff, I would definitely recommend it just because it's it's an interesting challenge that is different than just, oh, I'm playing this different role or, yeah, right. it, it was great. That's good. I'm really glad that, it, I mean, it was so positive for both of us. Yeah. I think that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so looking forward, what are some, like if you could pick anything to understudy on like any show anywhere, oh my God. what would it be um well my favorite show right now is Hades Town I love Hades Town so much yeah I love that show and just well I don't know I mean I don't know I've always wanted to do more Shakespeare too mm -hmm. there's that but I'm, I'm big on musical theater so obviously just mu musical theater in I don't know I just I'm really up for trying anything yeah. at this point just to see like how what kind of spin I can put on it myself just like what because that's the thing too is like yes I was doing the same thing as Lori but my Myra was probably miles different than hers because we're two different people mm -hmm. right and we both have different experiences and so of course our Myras are different mm -hmm. so just what my perspective can do could bring to other roles I think would be interesting yeah do you have something you'd like to understand? I'm flipping the, flipping the script <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah, you are. Oh, gosh. Um, I really don't know. I think, I think one of the beauties of being able to be an understudy is that, I mean, for instance, like with Women in Jeopardy, Hannah and I are both apprentices. Mm. And people at the company haven't seen as much of our work. Um, as like they've seen yours, yeah. you know, they can compare you and Lori and, and stuff like that. Um, so I think it allowed me to step into a role that I wouldn't have originally been cast in. And so it was just like this fun 
opportunity to explore something totally different. Oh, to yeah. To stretch a totally different acting it's muscle. very different from Jekyll and Hyde, which you're doing right now, which opened yesterday. Yeah, it did. Jekyll and Hyde has been so fun so far. Amazing. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. I haven't, I've just been so busy. I think I'm going to be able to see it next week. Okay. Yeah, I've just, yeah, I've, I've been trapped in the box office with the dog mm -hmm. selling tickets, so. Yeah, I got really excited because I think it was last week, one of the previews, I thought I heard your voice oh. in the audience, and I was like, oh my gosh, Lizzie's actually here, but then. You know. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I do not know what happens. The pictures all look great. The pictures that I've seen so far look amazing, great. and I'm really excited just because I really like I like gothic horror. Because one of one of my first shows that I did here was actually Dracula back in 2018, and that's one of my favorite oh. shows I've done here. So I love that kind of like Victorian mm -hmm. bodice, yeah, ripper thriller. Well, not bodice ripper god. That's a completely different type of type of show <laughs> there. But yeah, like that type of thriller. And I'm and just from what I've heard, I and I love ensemble work too. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited to see what y'all and Mark have come up with yeah but yep yeah, i i will definitely i think yeah i think i'm probably gonna go next week oh nice yeah so while we're here and mm -hmm. while we have our listeners with us Ooh. what is in your future for the rest of the season um well i am so excited i get to play one of my dream roles i'm playing amalia and she loves me ah. um and you're gonna be in it too we get to work together Yay! yeah i'm yeah. so excited because i feel like i haven't really not that I haven't gotten to know you guys, but usually by this point in the season, I've gotten to work with the, like, by this time last year, I had worked with all of the apprentices. Yeah. So, yeah, and I haven't gotten a chance to work with any of you guys mm -hmm. yet, except for maybe, like, well, I mean, Women in Jeopardy, technically we were both on the production team, yeah, but, like. but, I mean, we rarely, I mean, during meetings and stuff, yeah, it's not that Yeah, we would make eye contact. You would see me running around, like, with tears in my eyes trying to get the bun cake to work. <laughs> Oh, bun cake. That bun cake is is the true the true diva yeah. of the company. All is well now. All is knock oh. on. There's no wood. Oh wait, there's the John. There's okay. a wood thing right there. So knock on wood. Wait. There Yay. we go. Crisis averted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so for she loves me, are you doing anything to prepare for the role, or are you just kind of like? What's been your process thus far? Um, I have been singing every single damn day. Oh my gosh. I've been, yeah, well, because there's a lot of singing. There's a lot of, like, soprano, there's a lot of soprano singing in the show. So I've, and my mom, oh my God, my mom, my mom is also a theater person, as mm -hmm. I alluded to earlier. She's like, Lizzie, you need to, I'm worried about your voice. You're doing five shows a week. You need to get a voice. And a voice teacher, I was like, mom, when? <laughs> when mom and where and can you please give me the money but yeah um steven our musical director obviously i recorded the last time we worked together so i've been doing those vocal warm-ups and i've been oh, singing good. at least three or two songs from the show a day oh my to like kind of build up my strength so yeah i've been doing that and then i'm like oh yeah there's a script to this show too yeah yeah and and i mean yeah i have gone over the script a bit but I'm happy now that um, Jekyll and Hyde is open and there's a little bit of a lull that I get mm -hmm. to go over the script more because we're going to be jumping right back in soon. I know. It's crazy. 
I'm I'm nervous. I think, I mean, it's just such a huge show. And I know. so many people involved. Oh, and... my God. Basically, I think it's easier to count on one hand who isn't involved in the right. show. Literally. That's literally exactly right. And what you said about kind of practicing and, like, strengthening your voice, I think is so interesting because recently with Jekyll and Hyde, mm. I kind of realized my voice is not used to doing these runs, like, so many times a week. Yeah. And, and so... During the first part of Tech Week, my voice was feeling like really frazzled, and I'm doing all this like mm. grouchy voices, oh, like yeah. screaming, yeah. and stuff like that. But now that I've been doing it, I'm already feeling myself get more acclimated to that. Yeah, and then it's weird, too, because, well, the thing with you guys, because you guys are in the fourth slot, is that you don't go on a break. You guys have a weird schedule because you go down after rehearsing it every single day. You go down to three shows a week, and then after Women in Jeopardy closes, you have a few, I think it's like maybe two weekends where you do four shows a week. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you guys have an interesting schedule in that way. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, by that time, hopefully my voice will be super strong, super ready. Your voice is lifting me. weights in the gym. And, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. So to speak. Is there anything else that you would like to add? Any... Anything that's been on your mind? Anything you um, have a chance to say? Hmm. That is a really good question. Um, you all should come and see shows at the Commonweal. You all <laughs> should come and see Jekyll and Hyde, which just opened. You should see Women in Jeopardy, which is going to reopen. And you all should come and see She Loves Me for the holidays. It's going to be super fun. For the holiday season. The holiday season. Come and see us five times a week. Yes, it'll be so fun. I'm so excited. I am so excited for that show. Oh, my goodness. I caught a little sneak peek of some of the costumes that were hanging on the rack. Oh, really? In the costume shop. And they looked fun. Oh, my God. I know. It's so exciting. It's like... I like this show because it's a golden age musical, but there's nothing that we're like, oh no, this was from problematic, this is now problematic. Like, there's no, I'm trying to, th like, the old musicals, it's like women aren't being auctioned off for picnic baskets, and the, <laughs> the guy, main guy isn't, like, hitting his wife. Yeah, right. Like, in all those old musicals. It's right. like, it's, it's a, it's kind of like singing in the rain. It's like feel good golden mm -hmm. age musical where like it's just it's just a good show and I think it really does hold up too. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely. I'm really excited for us to do it and to us to put it out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and bring it to people who love that. I mean, she loves me is such a well known musical because. Ooh, because it is so good. Yeah, because it's so good, and also it's just the music is so good. And it's, the story is, like, because I watched Shop Around the Corner for the first time earlier this year, and Shop Around mm. the Corner is a classic, and it's just a charming movie. And then, of course, it became You've Got Mail and all these other things. It's a story that holds up. Yeah, absolutely. So, get your tickets for She Loves Me. And Jekyll and Hyde. And Jekyll and Hyde. And Women in Jeopardy. And Women in Jeopardy. If this is, if Women in Jeopardy is still open by the time this comes out. Oh, okay. We'll Fair. see. <laughs> it closes October 21st, so whenever. Okay. So, I, so it will. It will be out by then. Um, yeah. yeah. And thank you for listening, podcast people and thank you so much Lizzie. oh my god thank you for thinking of me and thank you for having me it's been so fun to chat and i'm glad that we could bond over our little understudy experiences i know i can't wait to work with you yeah it's gonna be so fun ah, and listeners you'll probably get many updates from us about the she loves me process so stay tuned for that
As always, thank you so much for tuning in to the Commonweal Theatre Podcast. If you have topics you'd like to hear about or suggestions and feedback, you can shoot me an email at josie at commonwealtheatre.org or my co-host, Synth, at synth.gonzalez at commonwealtheatre.org. We release episodes bi-weekly and you can listen to them on Spotify, Red Circle, or commonwealtheatre.org. Thank you.